Hi everyone, my name is Yosef Siegel, and welcome back to this week's edition of the AMM Torah Podcast. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Kisavo, and let's get right into it. So Kisavo has a few well-known parts. Uh, it begins with the Psukim of the Bikurim, the first fruits that are bought, uh, brought to the base of Mikdash, um, which includes some of the Psukim that we say uh, in the Haggadah on the Seder night. Um, but the part that I want to focus on is at the end of the Parsha, and it's another well-known part, it's the Tochacha. The Tochacha is a set of curses that are given over to Bnei Yisrael. Uh, basically, if uh, they fail to keep the Torah, uh, to stay on the Derech Hashem, uh, what's going to happen to them. And this is actually the second time we have uh, a Tochacha. The first time uh, is in Parsha's Bechukosai, at the end of Sefer Vayikra. And the Orachayim points out an important difference between the two sets of curses. In Bechukosai, uh, if you look over there, uh, that's in uh, Perk Chavvav in Sefer Vayikra. After listing all the curses uh, that will be given, uh, hopefully not, but would be given uh, over, the Torah follows up and ends off with a few uh, uplifting psukim. If you look over there, in again, in uh, Perk Chavvav, uh, specifically psukim, Memdalad and Memhei, it says that uh, the, the previous Psukim really end off with uh, the Bnei Israel totally uh, uh, desolate and uh, having to leave Eretz Israel and Eretz Israel being totally destroyed. And uh, it ends off over there with saying that no matter what happens to Bnei Israel and Eretz Israel, uh, Hashem will always be there for us. He will always protect us. We will remain his nation. And really, after seeing the whole list of Kolos over there, uh, it's very important to see those at the end. Uh, however, if you look here in Parshas Kisavo, uh, there are no such psukim. The Torah simply lists curse after curse after curse until uh, that section of the Parsha is finished. So how come uh, there are no uh, consolation psukim or uplifting psukim uh, here in, in Parshas Kisavo like there are in Parshas Bechukosai? So the Orachayim in a typical Jewish fashion, uh, begins his answer by asking another question. And it may even be a question that we had from the second that we uh, heard about the, the Tochacha in this week's Parsha, which is, why do we need a second Tochacha? You know, we already had a whole list of curses in Bichu Kosai uh, that were bad enough by themselves, and now all of a sudden, we need a whole second list here in, Parsh- in Parsha's Kisavo. It's, it's almost too much to handle. Why did Hashem give us a second set of curses? So the Rechaim answers that there's a basic difference between the curses that we have over here in our Parsha and the ones in Parsha's Bechukosai. In Bechukosai, and he brings Psukim uh, both here and there which prove this answer. In Bechukosai, the curses were said for when the nation as a whole or a majority or a significant group uh, will leave the Darach Hashem, uh, will not keep to the Torah. While the Tochah in this week's Parsha deal with individuals or smaller groups uh, who uh, don't keep to the Darach Hashem. Now, when the nation sins as a whole or as a larger group, there still may be a significant section of the people who do tshuva afterwards or who never participate in the Averis to begin with, and they may even be the majority uh, by the end of the day. So uh, it's one thing to have a, a set of curses that deal with the large group, but um, once that large group is finished, uh, meaning once the majority of Bnei Israel is back on the Derech Hashem, or has never left the Derech Hashem, what happens to those individuals who persist uh, to be evil, who continue to go against the Torah? 
And that's what we have over here in Parashat Kisavo with this uh, second tocha. We're dealing over here with, uh, if you have individuals who continue uh, to stay in their evil ways and uh, do not do tshuva. And based off of this explanation, we can now understand why the only consolation given to Bnei Israel is after the tocha in Bechukosai. When dealing with the sins of the entire Bnei Israel, the Torah wants, to, wants us to understand that no matter how poorly we act, and no matter uh, where we end up uh, as a nation, Hashem guarantees that He will always be there for us. No matter if, if we're gone, if Eretz Israel is destroyed, if there seems to be no hope, Hashem will always be there for us, no matter the circumstances. But that's only when we are a nation. That's only when everyone is in the same boat. When it comes to individuals, if you have individual people who will go off, who will do their own thing, and who don't come back, that individual does not have the same protection. If he sets out on his own path, he follows his own derech, and he stays apart from the Torah, he stays apart from the Bnei Israel. he loses that protection. He has no guarantee that he will be saved. There is no consolation for him. And that's why in Parshas Bechukosai, it has those psukim, because that consolation of, of that uh, guarantee of protection from Hashem only exists as a nation. But when you come to Kisavo and you're dealing with the individuals, that idea no longer exists. And as we go through the month of Elul and we get closer to Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, we're all focused on improving ourselves and, and correcting our course for the upcoming year. When Chazal set up uh, the Torah reading, you know, we, we take it for granted that uh, we have the different sections of the Torah split up the way they are, and every section comes out uh, at a certain time of year. But it didn't have to be split up this way. There are many different ways that the Torah could have been split up. But Chazal set up that Parshas Kisavo should always be read at this time of year. The Tochacha should always be read right here, right smack in the middle of, of uh, Chodesh Elul before Rosh Hashanah. And perhaps this is the lesson they wanted us to take out of it. If we stand together as a nation, if we look to improve as a collective, as a community, as the Bnei Yisrael, as, as the Am Hashem, even if we all have different stuff to work on, you know, even if we're not all working at the same thing, but we look at it as we are still the Am Hashem, we are still a people that wants to remain close to Hashem and, and remain close to the Torah, then we maintain the guarantee of Parshas Bechukosai. We keep that protection that no matter what we do and no matter what happens to us, Hashem will always be there for us. He will never leave us. And no matter how poorly we may have acted over the previous year, Hashem guarantees when we are ready to come back to Him, He's going to stick around to make sure He's there when we do. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. For any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, please email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. The email newsletter will give you updates for Amem Torah, as well as the written version of the Dvar Torah in your inbox, along with an MP3 download of this podcast. The podcast is also available on iTunes. Just search for the Amem Torah podcast or my name, Yosef Siegel. Please check out the blog itself, oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com, where you can get the written version of this week's Dvar Torah, as well as the archived versions of the previous eight years of Amem Torah Divrei Torah. Please check out my website, hashkafahandbook.com, where this podcast is hosted, and learn more about my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Hashkafa. And finally, please check us out on social media. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash and on Twitter 
Twitter handle at amemtorah. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening, and have a great Shabbos. Hey, Shlomo.